difficulties, you know, a little, little stoner difficulties on our with our recording yesterday. So we we had to hop into it about halfway through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, fucking technology, don't look fucking bullshit. Um, but yeah, we was fucking um, we was hopping into give you a little rundown is um, uh, what were you you gonna build us in a little bit on it, mud but let you. You want to go to places where everybody, you know. So anyway, 
I am not as big of a Rancid fan as as Lunchbox, but that doesn't mean that I don't like Rancid. But I would not have been able to look at them and say, hey, that's a guy from Rancid. Well, at this particular place, uh, on it's in Pack Heights. It's off of Greenwich. It's called the Dry Dock. All right? I don't want to bombard the Dry Dock. But uh, anyway... Um, Anyway, well, Ron Williams is dead, so anyway. And, and, and Lars is clean, so he ain't going to say him there either. So anyway, so uh, back then, uh, I saw Robin Williams. That was my one and only time in life where I saw Robin Williams in person. But it was funny because um, Lars, and he, he had this sober crew called the Skunks, and I had never heard of them, ever ever, and I said something to Lunchbox about it, and he about fucking shit a brick. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What's the big fucking deal? He's like, do you know who that was? I'm like, yeah, a guy named Lars with this crew called the Stone. He's like, that dude's in rancid. Dude's in rancid. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, it was cool, man. The type of people that went there were cool. Now, uh, it was. Did, did you ever? Did you ever get to see? I, I keep forgetting, man. Did you ever see Rancid um, in uh, in the Bay Area? No, I I've seen them in Denver, and I was fucking front row, right in front of fucking Lars, and it was. Best time it was one. Of the yeah, the guy, the guy that I didn't recognize. Yeah, there you go, the guy that I didn't fucking recognize. But that was the that was the Boston to Berkeley concert, there, right? Yeah, it was them right. and uh, the Dropkick Murphys, two of my favorite. Oh, dude, I don't remember, but like they're pretty dope. I mean, there's some. Uh, I like that. I like that. I like how they're giving the new bands a chance. Yeah. Um. They definitely had some upcoming bands that had been signed to either band's fucking label, and they're letting them open. Uh, what was it Fat? Aren't they Fat? Fat yeah. Records? Yeah, Fat Cat Records. Fat Cat Records, right? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I honestly think that's the, that's the direction that music's going, man. Like for real, that's the direction that music's going, like. Obviously, like even when we were kids, man, like if we wanted, if we wanted the black album, that meant that one of our parents had to drive to a fucking music store and go buy it for us. Straight up. You see, I think, and I thought that was great because now it's it's all about like YouTube and things, and I know that that's important and blah blah blah, but. If you're not, if you want to be a successful band these days, uh, it seems like, it honestly seems like the only way you're going to fucking make it is if you tore your ass off and you have a very good show and shit that people want to hear. Straight up. And like, dude, if, if Motley Crue started now sounding the way they did, they'd be a joke. They would not make it. <laughs> they, they, dude, they wouldn't be able to book a fucking gig. You know what I mean? Straight up. And like, like but, but that sucks, though, because think about, 
like when same old situation and girls, girls, girls and wild side and all that shit when it was coming out. Dr. Feel Good kickstart my fucking heart. Dude, that was some bitching shit. And, um, you know, I, I don't know, man. Just somewhere down the line, people lose their voice, like Paul Stanley. But, you know, the one thing I will credit Vince Neil with that I will never credit Paul Stanley with is Vince Neil, even though he sucks fucking live, it's still his voice. Yeah. He doesn't feel the need to use backing tracks. Straight up. Like, he owns that shit. Well, what about other punk bands? I want. I'm not interested in this now. Like, who, are some of the oh, are some of the old pop punk bands like coming back or what? Dude, um, this isn't like either. It's an emo band, but My Chemical Romance just put out a new single and it fucking kicks ass. Like, hey man, you know. They've been around, you know, shit, I, I saw them in college, you know? Dude. That's been a long time. <laughs> it fucking sounds like it was something they were tossing around back in the day. And yeah, they went back to yeah. it and fucking tweaked it a bit and put it out, dude. It fucking, yeah. If you have not heard it, check it out. Um, I'll do that, man. I haven't heard it. I will check it out. I still have a bad taste in my mouth because I got kicked out of the concert during Helena for for fucking suplexing somebody in the pit. But um, I don't time. know, man. What do you expect? Yeah, what do you expect? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll give it a chance. I'll listen to it because I and you know, you know, I was listening to because like um uh what is it uh oh guitar center. They'll do um, these uh, videos, like sessions, sound sessions or whatever, and they'll have, like, bands play. You know, they had Newfound Glory. This has been, like, within two years. Um, and they did my personal favorite uh, Newfound Glory song, which is called Understatement. That song kicks ass. Newfound Glory um, going back on tour. It, yeah, dude, and um, I think it's called, so it has something to do with Pop Punk's Not Dead or, or something, something like that. And, yeah, like, they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, like, they sounded fucking good, and they didn't look, they look like they have taken care of themselves. Uh, it's the same dude. Um, you know, um, you know what's cool, dude? I know nobody listens gonna understand listen to that or, or know this, but you remember you remember Boobin from the Navy, right? Yeah. He went to high school with the drummer. No shit. Yeah, you know, Boobin's from Coral Springs, dude. Like and, and so is fucking Newfound Glory. He went yeah, dude. He was a uh, he had a he had like throughout high school, they're the same age. He said that he had at least one class with him freshman through senior year. Huh. Yeah. But, you know, you never think that some cat in your fucking science class is going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, this dude ain't going to be a rock star, but, you know, they stuck with it, man. And, uh, but I think the coolest part is he said that they would, like, jam out at, like, high school parties. Um, and, because much like Van Halen, you know, I'm not at all comparing Newfound Glory to Van Halen, but. Yeah, that's what Van Halen was doing, you know? Dude, you know who's they would have, they, the yeah. badass band from that era? Hmm. Sum 41. 
Dude. Oh. What is so crazy about some 41 was before. This was, I will never forget this. Night, it was like 1998. I had to fucking, I had to say that I was staying with somebody and then that person had to call. It was just a big bullshit triangle. But the point was, we wanted to go to the punk. You know, we wanted to go to the, you know to the punk show, which at the time was a place called Ziggy's. And um, there was a band there, and it said some forty-one. Four people were there, but it was before they played Fat Lip. But it was before Fat Lip was played on the radio. Dirty. It was before Fat Lip was ever heard on like MTV or four people at that fucking concert and they played their fucking heart out. I have always been a fan of Sum 41 because of that. Dude, you know what their their current tour is called? No telling. The Blame Canada Tour. It's Simple Simple Plan and Sum 41 and it's the Blame Canada Tour. That's too... Are they both Canadian? I think I don't I, I don't know are they? Let me see let me see. Um, no, I, I like Simple Plan, but when I like I don't think I can jam Simple Plan anymore because like that's like my like my high school girlfriend type music like she was into she uh that's one thing that I love the most about my high school sweetheart was that she had taste in music. Yes, and Canada. they're both from oh, Canada. Wow. <laughs> Sweet. But yeah, I mean, she she liked both of them, dude. She was a huge, she was probably a bigger Newfound Glory fan than me. She listened to CKY, fucking oh, Death Leopard. Yeah, dude. Well, they're not really, they're not, they're not playing anymore, which is, um, which is shitty, man, because, um, there for a while, I, I did, I got to see them live, um, Live shows are just the shit, man. Like, speaking of live shows, just off the cuff, fucking lightning round. Get, name me your top four concerts. Bam, go. Rancid. Uh, um, Dead with a Dude. <laughs> well, because you actually, smoked actually, it out, actually, right? Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna go from top from five down uh, from one to five, okay? My okay. Record, number one, Devin the dude, uh, simply because uh, I was front row you smoked him out. and I smoked him out, and it was the best. It was just oh man, that that's like a yeah, that's dream. pretty cool. So that's number that's one. That's pretty cool. Okay, number two, Metallica in San Francisco. Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, um, that that was a that was a good one. Yeah. Um. The next one's got been had to be is Rancid and Dropkick Murphys. Uh-huh. Number three, and then uh, when I saw Metallica for the second time uh, in Lubbock, Texas. Hey, that yeah, that was, was a kick. cool that stage. That was a cool stage. Was sick, uh-huh. and the opening act, Jim Brewer, was fucking. <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> Where I wondered how that was going to go. But go ahead. You got one more. Oh, one more? It was being, it was Kiss in uh, Pensacola, Florida. Are you doing Pensacola? Pensacola? How many of you women? How many of you girls like to get naked? 
and, and I, I think it's impossible for me to put it in any specific order. So I'm just going to throw five out there that are definitely my top five favorite songs. ACDC, Stiff Upper Lip Tour, uh, because I couldn't hear for three days afterwards. Um, Kiss in 1998, Psycho Circus Tour. Metallica with you. Uh, the, uh, the night before the Super Bowl, uh, Van Halen uh, in Greensboro. That was a better show than I saw in Charlotte. Damn. And if I have one more, if I have one more fucking left, one more fucking left. This is tough, man. Um, yeah. It would pro- probably Stone Temple Pilots, dude. Ooh, okay. So I got, yeah. I got, some, I got some honorable missions. These ones were like. Badass, but weren't they didn't make the cut. And I hear you. the number one was Journey and Point, uh, Journey and Def Leppard. Not Journey, yes, Journey yeah, Def Leppard Corner. That's yeah, it. That's Journey. it. Yeah. That was a close that was a good show. It was. it was one of those memorable shows, but I could not put that in top five only because we heard those songs a million fucking times. The experience was cool. Exactly. Don't get me wrong, dude. I, 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 it was such a badass, one of the best memories ever. But like, yeah, I could have put that in the top five. And you know what I mean? Was uh, was ZZ Top with all three original members? Yeah, dude, that was something that I'm so jealous that you got to see that I did not. Man, and it was uh, they didn't they for the record they didn't spin the guitars they put the big furry guitars on <laughs> but no they did not spin them. <laughs> but, you know you know I just recently found out who was the first person to spin their guitar like completely like throw it around their body and spin it. <laughs> who was that? Ingvae Longstein. <laughs> Man. Which, I mean, he's a, if you go see him live, he needs to hang it up. He needs to continue to make albums, but he does not need to tour. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost embarrassing, dude. He has these pork chop fucking, uh, and I'm sure his response would just be like, yeah, well, how many... How many Ferraris do you have, man? How many cream how many cream Stratocasters do you have? None, Ingve. I have zero. But I also don't have pork chop fucking sideburns at sixty six years old or however old you are wearing fucking ass tight leather pants. Okay. So I got here's I got a band that we have somehow this band has somehow slipped our grass. We forgot not to mention. What's that? Um Who? How about this one? You know, a little, uh, can it pop, 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 pop. Dude, how did Poison get by us, dude? Okay. <laughs> All right. Brett Michaels, you, I, I went through like, uh, okay, because I went to me and, me and my sister. Um, uh, we went to a Motley Crue Poison, but this has been, dude, this has been some time. Vince Neil sounded kind of bad, but he didn't sound like a cat with his tail trapped under a door. Um, <laughs> he, he still sounded okay. It was Molly Cruz, the headliner, and uh, Poison was second, and um, 
New York Dolls opened it up. And it was a fun show, man. Like, the Poison, C.C. DeVille is a tragically underrated lead guitarist. He can fucking shred, dude. He can fucking shred. And the problem with um, with that shit is uh, when you have people uh, like Brett Michaels who... Well, well, it almost happened. It almost happened to uh, Aerosmith, to Steven Tyler, when he went to, like, American Idol or whatever. But at least he was candid about it. At least he was like, yo... How much fucking money they pay for that shit? He's like, you'd have to be a fool not to do that. And it's like, okay, man, I hear you, dude. It'd be hard for me to turn down a gig that's like hundred million dollars. Oh, dude, I have another one that I don't know how we've forgotten about. I'm sure there's a few we forgot about. And even after this episode, we're going to be like, damn it! Straight up. Fucking, how can we forget the man who fucking saved music from fucking Tipper Gore? Fucking Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister! Ooh. Dude, they still said Tipper fucking, dude. He schooled Tipper Gore in such a beautiful way, dude. <laughs> Sir, I, I can mean, see uh, the imprint of your penis through your jeans. <laughs> When she was talking about Wasp or whatever, she was on. She honestly said, "Do you think that I'm gonna go to a record store and buy a buy an album with Blackie Lawless's codpiece on the front?" Uh, what's wrong with Blackie Lawless's codpiece? I mean, you got a problem with, with a fucking codpiece? I bet Al Gore has a big pink codpiece. Fucking man, man, my pig. <laughs> Man Bear Pig has a cod piece. It's like, yeah, and, and it was so funny, dude. He was so much, so much more intelligent than she was, dude. He was like, he was schooling her left and right. But that was back in the time, like, like Marilyn Manson, which Marilyn Manson can still tour. He, he still has a good act. Nine Inch Nails, I, I just, matter of fact, um, um, when the Foo Fighters were not even going to go there, when they had to, um, uh, when they had to figure out who was going to headline this festival, you know, Nine Inch Nails got the gig because they still have it. They're still good. Yeah. And uh, Marilyn Manson still has it. They're still Dude. good. You know who still yeah. has and, it? The I w- who needs to keep going? Fucking. Blint Biscuit, fucking Fred Durst still got it. <laughs> he still got it. Yeah, he still got it. He still got it. And not only that, it's a fun show, man. You don't want to. Yeah. Like, you don't want to go like, and the crowd is everything, man. Like, uh, do I think that Dream Theater is a technically a good musician band? Sure, they're they're all great musicians. Would you catch me dead at a Dream Theater concert? No. Negative, Ghost Rider. No. I think that Mike Mangini is a fucking killer guitarist, and I think the original drummer, Mike Portnoy, went off to Event Sevenfold, but, I, like, I'm sorry. When I think of 
Dream Theater, I think of like Magic the Gathering. I just think of like these dudes at a table playing Magic the Gathering, fucking just sitting around listening to Dream Theater and like this really strange sounding keyboard. I think keyboards have its place in fucking music, but dude, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. There's, there's some other uh, bands in the 90s that you, who, who, who should still be going, you think? I, I think Third Eye Blind should keep going, man. Dude, they should. Dude, David, Dave, uh, David, Dave Matthews, he still gets it. They still kill her. Hell yeah. Fucking. I mean, you know, they, they all sound fucking killer. They all sound killer. And. You know, there's a few other ones. I think uh, it's the third eye. I, I've always been a big third eye blind fan. Um, train. Yeah. Keep going. Train, train can keep going for sure, man. They they have. They always draw a crowd. Uh, his voice hasn't changed. The music. It's still a fun concert. Um, they're still very passionate about their music. So like, go for it, dude. I mean. Fucking go for it. Train, train's awesome, man. That's, that's, that's a very cool memory of ours. When we... Man, how did I forget that concert, dude? That's in the honorable mentions right there. The train concert. Yeah, that's in an honor, yeah, that train concert was fucking cool, man. Because last that minute, venue. Because huh? last minute, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Total last minute. And you almost got beat but, up by a bunch of chicks. I did. I did. I almost got beat up by a mob of women. And it wasn't even like gonna be like a cool one where like maybe one of their one of their fucking pussy cracks would have like hit me in the face. No, we're talking like ringed fists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I'm glad I escaped that one. But it was a good concert. It was a good concert, man. And it was let's let's not forget how bitchin' the venue was. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that it was a damn good venue. It was so bitchy. Water. Oh, dude. Fuck. As, as, a, as an Italian would say, fuck it, fuck it. Kick ass, man. Kick ass. And then there's, now there's other bands that like, um, are touring like Kansas, okay? Well, I think Kansas is going the way of like, Foghat and Leonard Skinner to where um, there is some incarnation of Kansas from what I can gather is going to be touring. They're just, they're going to be touring and it's not them because one of the most iconic members of, uh, you know, of Kansas, the guy with the eye patch. I mean, he passed away. I mean, sadly, he, he's gone, dude. He was the violinist. He cannot be replaced, you know? I mean, it's just, he just can't be replaced. And Steve Walsh, the fucking lead singer, he cannot be replaced. And it's like Queen, uh, as far as Brian May and Roger Taylor goes, because John Deacon, the original, the original bass player, when Freddie Mercury died, that was it. That was it for um, um, 
John Deacon. I mean, he just, I mean, it, it sucks. It, it really sucks. Uh, John Deacon went into this, like, just severe depression, and he wasn't coming out of it. And um, so they, they got a good basis, and, um, but they hired Adam Lambert, dude. And it's like, yo, man, Adam Lambert cannot sing Freddie Mercury tunes very good, okay? He doesn't, like, as far as showmanship goes, you can come out with your black leather jacket and your fucking stud pieces on there and your cod piece. But, dude, if you honestly think you're going to hit the octics, octaves of someone to fucking love, you're crazy. I mean, it can't be done. You know? Right. Because Freddie Mercury's voice is hard to hit. Dude, it's impossible to hit. Now, uh, Alice in Chains did a good job, all right? Because Jerry Cantrell and them, even though two members, I mean, Mike Starr's gone too. But listen, man, Alice in Chains, because of Jerry Cantrell, now, if something happens to Jerry Cantrell, that's it. Um, they still sound really good because the lead singer for Alice in Chains now is not necessarily trying to sound like Lane Staley. He put his own spin on their music and the fans liked it. And it's a huge gamble because it's like, okay, is this person, because I don't think I'd like that, would you? Like, how would you feel if you went to a concert and it was a brand new lead singer, and he was just basically trying to sound like the guy before. You know what I mean? Would you be cool with that? The toss up. If you'd be cool with it, yeah, it I guess. On, I mean, it depends on if they, if they did it. Now, the dude that's doing Steve Perry for Journey, he's good. He's, yeah. He's fucking really good. He is really good. Yeah, but if, he, if it was he's, 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 a, he's a freak. He's a freak. Yeah, he gets a pass. Now, if it's someone that, that can't pull the sound off, you know, and you can't match it, you know, you can't sound like the dude, no, that's yeah. what I, I, I got to draw the line there. Like, no, if you can't match yeah. it, you got to try something different. Try something else, man, you know. Because, I mean, Kelly Hansen from Barter was working at Home Depot, I think. No shit. Yeah. I don't know how the story goes, but, like, somebody discovered his ass in Home Depot, and they were like, dude, you have a fucking killer voice. I don't know if it was a member of Barner or somebody that's part of the Barner team, but I think Kelly Hansen worked, like, in the lumber department or some shit to where he could, like, sing. <laughs> and somebody heard him, and they're like, "Holy shit, man!" And like Boston too. Brad Delp is Brad Delp is dead. You are not going to recreate Brad Delp's voice. Yeah. Period. Ain't gonna happen. That's why I'm like <laughs> when I see he's coming to like. The Oakland calls him like <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Which <laughs> is on the blog, and the tickets are like <laughs> it's like three hundred bucks. Be like, dude, 
They need to hang it up instead of hanging tough. Exactly. Hey, don't hang tough. Hang it up. <laughs> That's our official message to the kids on the block. Don't hang tough. Hang it up. Oh, I mean, shit. I hope they hear that. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, these two stoner guys told us to hang it up, man. I mean, you know, but at this point, they have to be doing it for the money. Because, for whatever reason, kids that are, oh, man, slightly older than me are, like, going through this thing where, hey, yeah, I see the Backstreet Boys and new kids. Oh, my God. I'm like, really? Like, the oldest one's, like, in his late 40s, dude. Like, Damn. yo, uh, unless, unless you are still Panther, and unless you are singing songs about crushing puss, don't wear, don't wear glitter rhinestone pants, please. Hey, just yeah. don't do it. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. But, hey, I, I, I just, you know, it, that's not what music's about, man. Hey, let's, but I know that after the fucking bullshit for the last few years, everybody just wants to go to shows and shit like that. And, and I get it. I'm one of them. But, like, <laughs> some bands just aren't touring yet. Now, I want I want another situation where we go, where you and I go to the Giants or, or the Oakland Coliseum uh, or either the A's play or the Giants play and see a, it's probably going to be Metallica, but somebody fucking huge, man. Like, Bob Seger's played those places. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, the Rolling Stones. still going? And let me tell you something. He still sounds fucking good. Fuck. I mean, he's, he, he still sounds really good. But he can't move around like he used to. Because, like, classic Bob Seger clips, dude, he's all over that stage. And uh, me and my dad went and saw Bob Seger, and it was, dude, it was awesome. Like, I was like, it was one of the coolest gifts ever. Like, to be able to, for your dad, so, hey, man, we're going to go see uh, Bob Seger tonight, so, uh, don't be a dumbass. It's like, whoa, shit, really? And, um, and so, you know, we, we, we went and saw Bob Seger, and besides, and he still was running around and throwing his hands up and stuff. But, yo, know, man, when he sang Hollywood Nights, it made my fucking, like, like I, I couldn't move. I just stood there. I just, it, like, put me in a trance. Because it's like, unless you fucking stood on the California coast and just saw the just waves crashing and shit. And you know, only you know how that feels. And when you hear it sung about in such a passionate way, bro, fuck, man. It's going to stop you in your tracks for a sec. And, um, let's see. There was another, he didn't have an open act either. Um, there's been, there's, well, a lot of them now are like, oh, I'm not co-headlining. Or it's, it's like that fucking, when Sammy Hagar and Dave 
went on, they, 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 they'd like flip a coin on who closed each night. And then like, if it was a night that Dave was supposed to close, um, he would like, uh, he'd pull some shit, I don't know. But I mean, Eddie probably had his hand full with both of them, really. But it, it is what it is. But punk and small venues seem to be, at the moment, the ones that are drawing a crowd, yeah. right? Like small, small, small venues, uh, four or five, maybe a thousand people, and um, you know, they're they're coming to town. I mean, people are like. Like there's a couple of places in San Francisco that um, that I like to go to, and um, you know what? I I want to actually see who's who's coming there, and uh, we'll see what we think. Because this is actually a really good place. This is where <laughs> this is where I hung out with fucking uh, Steel Panther. All right, Symphony X is coming. I'm not a big fan of theirs. Um, let's see. Man, I haven't heard of half of these fucking Holy shit. Oh, you're looking at the deal right now? I'm looking at who's coming to town, but I can't even motherfucking... <laughs> I've never heard any of these motherfuckers. The last dinosaurs, who's that? Uh, Joey Badass. But the S's are fucking, like, money signs. Um, probably some rapper. I'm sure it is. And, oh, dude, Toadies. Toadies Toadies. is coming to town. Dude, not only is Toadies coming to town, but they're fucking coming the day after my birthday. I would love. Oh, dude. They're they're fucking playing um, at the damn uh, Regency. Fucking make up your mind. Decide to walk with me. Around late tonight. tonight. But, dude, I'm scrolling through a lot of fucking people. Oh, David Bowie celebration. Wasp. Wasp is coming to town. But, hey, man, I don't know who the fuck... Uh, you know, we were just talking about Wasp with um, with the cod piece. Um, dude, you know it's Wasp. It's, it's Wasp and Armored Saint. I would actually probably go to that just because um, if I find out, I, I need to find out who's in the fucking band first because, dude, if it's Wasp, if it's just some, like, washed up belly sunset dude, like, wearing lipstick that is not Wasp, so I'm probably not going to go. But, yo. It, it, yo. I got some bands for you that are, to- that are currently touring. I want to hear what you think about them. Let's let's do it. Green Day. I think that Green Day got hated for the okay, because you gotta remember, man. Like Green Day started in the East Bay at a place where pretty much everybody that played there like still lived at home. Nine out of ten bands were not gonna make it. That was their. That was like the pinnacle of their career. Well, you know what? Green Day just had something that them cats didn't. And um, when I, I, I was it Kerplunk when they started doing Kerplunk, 
Like, dude, they were like booed out of the field and getting their asses kicked. It's like, why are you kicking their ass, man? Like, somebody just signed somebody, a hometown cat, to a record label, dude. Like, like the sound's not going to change. So I, I like Green Day. I did not like the whole American idiot thing because, you know, we were in the military, dude. It was like, man, I, I just couldn't get off on this fucking... You know, um, upside down American flags on the fucking amplifiers and stuff like that. So I, I can't, I'm not, an, a, a, like Forrest Gump says, and that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. But as far as the sound, the sound, they still kick ass, man. Billy Joe Armstrong, they still, I don't see Green Day stopping for 10 years, dude. And they're back to the original three, I think, the original trio, I do believe. Dude, I, I think that, dude, Dookie is one of the best albums. It's like, you guys count it. We'll have to do an icon. We'll have to do an episode. Because next week we've got to do an episode about weed growing. But at some point, we need to do uh, an episode about iconic albums. From our generation, we're not going to talk about. Even though the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds kicks ass, <laughs> it will not. It will not be. It will not be included. Okay. I'm sorry. Normal White Album from the Beatles. <laughs> okay, here I got another band for you. All right, Incubus. I say keep going, man. Keep going. They they were young. They were young, like, when Dig and fucking, like, uh, but when most of their hits came out, dude, like, Pardon Me and all that shit, they were like, that has been some time. Um, It's been 20 years since all that came out. But that means, that only puts them in their 40s. Yeah, that's still young. That's not much older than us. Yeah. Yeah, that that only puts them in their forties. So yeah, Incubus, I say they're touring, huh? Yeah, they're. Uh, I'm looking at a lineup for a big festival, and these are the bands of the big names. That's sick. Cause that's now I think that that's going to be um, probably something that's going to happen uh, for the next for the foreseeable future anyway. Because festivals is actually a really good idea yeah. for all of these bands that haven't been able to play for two fucking years because of the butt flu. And they just want stage time, dude. dude. They just want stage time. This was in March. I wish we could have gone. It was in Tampa, Florida, what? yo. Well, who was there? Uh, well, the next band is uh, 311. <laughs> this is all one day, by the way. This is still Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> If we go to a show like that, we have to leave the Gravitron in the car. All right. So, 311 still got it. They're still getting it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Corn. Corn still got it, man. Dude, they do. Fuck I mean, uh, uh, I think Head Welch, dude, he, he, he's, he, he's one of my favorite dudes in rock and roll, man. He, Head Welch is the man. Straight up. All right, here's another yep. one for Saturday. Jimmy Eat World. All right. 
dude, I mean, stuck in that sickness, right? Yeah. In the Jimmy Eat world. Like, keep going, dude. Y'all still got it. I think Jimmy Eat World is probably in the same longevity bracket as Green Day. And and uh, it's, I wonder if Coheed and Cambria are touring. They are. And the dude still got the long and, hair. He has not cut it yet. As long as he can keep that fucking voice. That voice is so beautiful. Dude, that was the only reason. Because like, when I was in college... Coheed and Cambria, like, cause there were, there were like, it was funny. There were three types of music fans on the wrestling team. Yeah. There were three types. One was rap. The other one was like My Chemical Romance stuff. The emo and then emo, there was. I could they 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 kill you if you called them emo, but that's <laughs> what they were. But um, uh, and then um. Uh, and then there were heavy metal guys like 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 me. Yeah. But one of the one of the guys that listened to what I call pop punk—that's what I called it back then. Yeah. Um, they said they said, "Dude, Cross, you gotta listen to Cody and Carrie. They're awesome." I was like, "Is it shit y'all listen to?" <laughs> and he was like, "He was like, yeah." I said, "All right." I said, "I'll make you a fucking deal." I was like, "Come to my dorm." Bring your Coheed and Cambria, but we're going to listen to Led Zeppelin in through the outdoor afterwards. He's like, all right, cool. Dude, <laughs> the second I heard, the words you scribbled down the wall, the loss of friends you didn't have, I was like, whoa, dude, they kick ass. Yeah. You know, the, even the beginning, you know, like that fucking, your eyes tell the story. I'm like, damn, who is this? Yeah. Because I've always had, a, like, rush. That's why, I, like, um, it sucked in high school, though, because even my high school sweetheart, but it was her parents, so that I, I have to, I have to make the excuse. Um, her parents did not want their little girl going to a Kiss concert or a Rush concert, which I can understand Kiss because they were 100% chance that there was going to be um, some fever exposure and some boob exposure, okay? No doubt. At the, back then. But Rush, there was no good excuse. But nobody really listened to Rush in my high school, and I got away with it because of wrestling. You know, if they, if they made fun of Rush, I'd kick their ass. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so Rush came to town, and uh, my dad took me, and he had to wait because he didn't like Rush either. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I what the fuck? But he took me, man. This is how cool Pops is. He took me to see Rush. He, it was like a, I don't know, hour and a half drive. He took Rush. He took me to see Rush. He waited in the fucking parking lot for the whole show. And Rush, because it, it breaks my heart to say was, but it is a fact. When when Rush, uh, when they were playing, they did not play like. Uh, hour and a half set. They did not play a two-hour set. Dude, they played like a three-hour set. And 
it was crazy, man. It was just, it was insane. But the one Rush concert that I have to say is the last thing I'll say about Rush because it's <laughs> funny. So when my ex girlfriend was going to medical school at Penn State, uh, I li- I lived up there with her because I was wrestling with the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club, and um, Rush was playing in Philadelphia. All right. And I didn't, my, at the, something was up with the car that time, that day, or that couple of days. I'm pretty sure there was, uh, I hit something and needed to get fixed. And so, um, uh, my ex let me borrow her car to take to uh, Philadelphia, but this time I had somebody to go with me. Yeah. And um, we got there, and the fucking... The, the, it's packed. It's packed. It was um, the Wachovia Center. Was it? It was the same parking lot. The Wachovia Center, and then where uh, I forget the name of the college, of the stadium, but wherever the Phillies play ball, and that and the Wachovia Center was in the same parking lot. So we pull in, and I'm like, holy. Shit, are all these people here to see Rush? And so we parked, and there was like piles of fucking sand in all of these parking lots and all these parking spaces. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Lunchbox, Jimmy Buffett was playing at the fucking baseball field the same night Rush was there. I was like, really? And we walked in talking shit to everybody. I was like, hey, the real concert's in this building. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear real music, it's in this building. And there were all these drunk parrot cocks going, fucking cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never liked Jimmy Buffett. Are you a Jimmy Buffett fan? Fuck no. Dude. He's got a hell of a following, dude. And if you're one of them listening, more more power to you. But, dude, he is the reason why we did not go to that concert in fucking Gulf Shores during the oil spill, remember? Yeah. We were like, no, Jimmy Buffett's fucking headlining it. No way. No. Free tickets, probably could have went front row if we wanted to, if we were in uniform. But we're like, ah, no, Jimmy Buffett's fucking headlining it. I'm going to stay here. I'd rather sit here and fucking, uh, I I would just rather sit here and and play wine pong than than go see Jimmy Buffett uh, sing songs about stupid bullshit. But, you know, it's... But you know, as far as bands touring, man, that's important right now. That that's that's what's important right now because I was, I mean, weren't you like, when when like let's say a solid year of touring stopped? Did it ever cross your mind that am I ever gonna go to a concert again? It did. So here's a, here's another band I I have to see, and I'm wondering who you gotta say. The fucking, uh, the fucking Goo Goo Dolls. I love the Goo Goo Dolls, dude. You know what? Keep going. What's your favorite? What is your fucking? Whoa, I got, dude. You got, I love the Goo Goo Dolls. Shoot, Always have. Their music 
Dude, I don't know what it is about the Goo Goo Dolls, but the album A Boy Named Goo. That's a good album. Um, uh, dude, it, it's funny when I grow the goo because, dude, I'm always thinking of uh, Goo Goo Dolls. Like, it's like, could you even name, could you even name your favorite Goo Goo Doll song without going, no way, hold on, no way, hold on a second. Wait a minute, hold on. Like, that's a hard one. Like, The Boy Named Goo is such a badass album. Like, it's one of the best albums of all time, man. Long Way Down was it. Long Way Down, that song kicks ass, but that song, I don't even think that song's on an album. I think that Long Way Down was written for the movie Twister, and it's one of my favorite fucking Goo Doll songs. My favorite album of that is gotta be Dizzy Up the Girl. Dizzy Up the Girl, dude. That's a good one too. Slide. I love Slide. Like that's my that's my all time favorite song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slide's probably my favorite Goo Goo Doll song too. So the answer the unanimous it's a close tie, but the unanimous answer is Dizzy Up the Girl. Yeah. Because it has slide on it, and it's just like you're talking, you're listening, you're you're listening. Black Black Balloons on Dizzy Up the Girl, dude. It's got yeah, it's got slide, Black Balloon, it's got Iris, like that's like got all their bangers on it. Wow, dude. I mean, I really like did uh, Avoid and Good, but that's there's a couple of songs. That I know is on Boy Named Goo that I really like. I think Name is on Dizzy Up the Girl. on Boy Named Girl. Uh, what? Name? Yeah, Name is on yeah. Boy Named Goo. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I love that fucking song. That's a good song. Now I won't tell no one your name. I won't tell them your name. Damn. Dude, they kick ass, man. Just, so you know, it's impossible for me to... Just like it's impossible for me to name a favorite Foo Fighters song, it's impossible for me to name my favorite Rush song, it's impossible for... Actually, it isn't possible. It's possible for me to name my favorite Kiss song. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure... And it's funny, because it'll it'll piss Gene and Paul's ass off. Because it's not from... It's two sides of the coin from Unmasked, man. (laughs) Ace Frehley. Dude, uh, you know who else I think should keep, keep going? Dude. Smashing Pumpkins. Dude, hey man, Billy Corgan, you you keep fucking rocking in the free world, buddy. <laughs> I, I just wish, and now I know he has his reasons and shit, and it's, it seems to be one of those things that's like, you know, yeah, 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 melancholy and the infinite sadness. Yes, that was a long time ago. We don't play tunes from that record anymore. Okay, I get it. But the people who love Smashing Pumpkins fucking want to hear Tonight Tonight at your show. Sure. People want to hear um, Bullet with Butterfly Wings at your show, dude. Dude. I mean, it just—it is what it is. Like, I might have to—I might have to come out there for uh, in October. 
I What's the new plan? So here's the lineup, the big names in the lineup for Aftershock Fest this year. Oh, wow. Day one. That's usually a killer, killer car. That's a killer festival. Day one. Oh, shit, bro. They're going to have to change it because the last day of the big, big headliner. Um, fuck. Okay, so the first day, we got fucking, okay. uh, we got Rob Zombie. <laughs> right. That's enough for me to go. Slipknot. That's enough for me to go. Fucking Evanescence. Uh, yeah. I'd see them. Fucking Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, but who the fuck is singing for them? I don't know. I don't know. Kill Switch Engage. I don't know. I might want to. All right, it. all right. Some bodies will be playing. Right. <laughs> Some bodies will hit the floor. Um, Bad Religion. Oh. And then there's a whole bunch of other smaller names. Okay. Night yeah, but the band. All right, nine and two. Okay. Uh, Judas Priest. Ooh, hell bent. Hell, hell bent. Fucking Lamb of God. All right. Fucking Kiss. <laughs> we'll take a piss break. Yeah. Um, Chevelle. All right. Fucking Falling in Reverse. Yeah. Uh, Meshuga. Dude, Mashuga, dude, you're fucking, you're, you're metal. Fucking, uh, Bullet, Bullet for my Valentine. Alright. Uh, Clutch. Okay. Uh, Motionless in White. Fucking, um, War. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. It wouldn't matter if they did hey, it right. Hey, they did I, it right. And I know you'll be there for this lady solo. <laughs> she also plays with Rob Zombie. Nita Strauss is playing solo oh. night two. She's <laughs> <laughs> listening on the, on the lineup for Friday night. Or Friday sometime is Nita Strauss. All right. Oh, dude. Night number three. Oh, man. It's, it's, getting, it's getting gnarly. Um, Papa Roach. I, I've seen them. Would see them again. Fucking uh, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Maybe I won't get kicked out. That's got, that's got me. <laughs> um, A Day to Remember. Uh, Fucking Hellstorm. Uh, oh, I see them. She's a. She's, Lizzie Hell's a fox. Dude, yeah, that's going to be a crowd. Um, fucking uh, Theory of a Dead Man. Theory of a Munghole. Fucking Thrice. Nice. And a whole bunch of uh, other names. The, the Distillers will be there. Damn, it's dude. A good day. And they some, spend, they're spending some money on this Aftershock Festival. Holy dude. shit. I'll tell you that right now. Fucking, That's crazy as shit. Um, last day, Sunday, shine down. No, dude, that would bring me there. Oh, yeah, I love shine down, dude. Bring me the horizon. Uh-huh. Under oath. The pretty reckless. All right. And this band, unfortunately, will not be there. You know who I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Who's, this, this playlist set list was put together 
about five months ago. What big name did I leave off this list? I stopped. They tragically can't tour anymore. Tragically can't tour anymore. Who have I not named? That's a bit. That's a ACDC. No, no. Think our generation. Dude, I give up. Fucking the Foo Fighters. Oh, but not at Snails. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Ooh. The Foo Fighters. I, I. I. Dude. They were scheduled to be the last oh. headliner for the last day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, like even with the Rolling Stones, man. Like, they've been around for so long, and it become such a commercial act that, like, even when Charlie Watts died, I mean, like, he died during the tour. And I don't even think any shows were canceled. I think that, like, just the next show was uh, his tech. And they just went on with the show. It's like, dude, no Taylor Hawkins, no Foo Fighters. <coughs> okay. This is another festival for uh, that's going on. That's going on actually in May in Daytona. It's going on right uh, now. Um. Fucking fuck you, kiss. You're the first night, okay? Um, I'm not even. Dude, Doc Doc McGee, their manager Doc McGee, probably calls every festival. He's like, you gotta have kiss. It's the hottest band in the world. We don't use soundtracks. We're kiss. Yeah. Okay. It's a four day festival. There's some big names on this one. All right. We got we got Five Finger Death Punch. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, Papa Roach again. Fuck yes. In this moment, fuck yeah. Um, Black Label Society. Mm. Mm. Ooh, that's a fucking show right there. Zach Wilde. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a good show. The next, the same day, they also got a clutch. Clutch. It's a good one. Um, Shaman's Harvest. That's a good fucking. That's a metal show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, when's the last time you fucking jammed El Nino? Uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, dude. I'm so glad that these are like, like this is going on now. Yeah, uh, and then we also got fucking. It's all the same day. We got Fuel. Fuel kicks. Fuel kicks ass, man. I've always been a Fuel fan. I've always thought that. They had a couple of tunes, and I'm like, man, but dude, when it comes down to it, somebody asked me, hey, man, are you a fuel fan? Or if I was somewhere and I saw someone wearing a fuel shirt, I'd be like, dude, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And, hey, I'm, I am I would I would have gone to see this young man right here, fucking Mammoth V8, WVH. Is he there? He's fucking playing the first night. Dude, I, I think it's important to see Mammoth, man. I think that, uh... Wolfie, man, like, I, I'm proud of him in a lot of ways. Like, I, I do think he needs to have a little bit of an attitude adjustment, but, like, I am proud of him at the fact that, like, and, and I am not ripping on Dweezil's Zappa at all. No. At all. At all. I think Dweezil's Zappa is one of the greatest guitar. Dare I say, Dweezil's Zappa 
is a better guitarist than his dad was. And, you know, but he made his career playing Frank Zappa songs. And Wolfie was like, that shit ain't gonna happen. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna write my own music. Own I'm going style. to do my own style. If there's something that like I want on the album, it's going on the album. It's not like oh no man, we can't we can't write that because if you listen to half a second on Statefoot, you know, Frank doesn't do that, so we can't do that. You know what I mean? Like dude. I mean, I, I'm glad that I saw the Zappa play Zappa because it was, dude, that was one of the most funniest and fun concerts I'd ever been to because it was a bunch of people who had seen Frank Zappa back in the day who were like yelling shit out from the crowd and boys were just laughing and shit. I mean, I was yelling out fucking Muffin Man State Foot. Hey, so all right, so here's the next day for this festival, yo. It's a pretty rad festival. We got sounds like it. We got corn. Uh, I hell corn. yeah. I, that's an, I'm, I'm there. Got, uh, we were just talking about how this they need to go nowhere, but they keep going, keep yeah. going. Fucking breaking Benjamin. All right, all right. Not a big Breaking Benjamin fan, but I got a lot of respect for them, man. They're good guitarists. I mean, they're good musicians. Yeah, they've, they've yeah, definitely. Man, they're, they're good musicians. Fucking, how about uh, they also got um this day you got Megadeth. Ooh. I would, I, dude. I think I like Megadeth more than Metallica. I've been listening to like P Cells, uh, Countdown to Extinction. And they, and I listen to their latest album, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think Metallica's more iconic in some of the songs, but yo, Megadeth Dave Mustaine is a bad motherfucker, dude. Dude, yes, fucking all right. We also he's, got he's a, bad motherfucker. he's a bad man, dude. He fucking he's a cool dude. He's gonna clip. Of him recently, like yeah. pre pre show, going around and finding kids in the crowd with the hoodie on and giving them fucking guitar picks and shit. Like, yeah, I think he's cool as shit, man. I mean, Dave Mustaine, he, he's one of those guys that like. I, I honestly think that I mean I'd be pissed too, man. Like you know when he was when they were living, like you gotta remember, man. And we're both huge Metallica fans, but this is a fact, man. Like, nobody says this isn't a fact. But, like, when Metallica was living on studio floors in fucking San Francisco, uh, Dave Mustaine was there with them doing that shit. And just all of a sudden, one fucking day, there's like, yeah, Dave's out, Dave's out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Dave, Dave's out. Like, whoa, 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden, this this man is living in a fucking, uh, he's living in a city by himself that he's not fucking from, going, what now? He had every reason to say, fuck this, hang it up, be like, this is not for me, these fuckwads. But what did he do? He fucking formed Megadeth. 
And fucking, they got yeah. some fucking bangers. And they've got some bangers. So this is lineup is getting gnarlier. They got, but we also got a, we got Caesar. What do you think about Caesar? Uh, same way I feel about like Eminem. It's like, listen, if they're on the radio and they're and, and and there happens to be a tune that's on the radio that I'm listening to, that like I'm like, all right, you know, I can dig this, you know, yeah, sure, I'll pop up fucking. I can dig this type shit. Yeah. I'll listen to them. But Cedar, can I tell you five Cedar songs that I like? No. I can't honestly know one off the top of my head. I mean, really, I just know the Cedar's kind of a heavy band. Uh, There was one, they had a pretty good song a while back, but like, they're just not, dude, man, like, hey, man, we're fucking Judas Priest, man. We're Metallica, dude. Like, Cedar's, Cedar might even be a little too new for us. All right. How about the, another one they got that day is fucking Hatebreed. Hatebreed. That's it. Hatebreed, let me tell you, dude, I saw Hatebreed in college, and that fucking dude, that, <laughs> I'd see their ass again just for the fucking pit. Dude, yeah. Fucking, uh... That, that thing's gonna be one non-stop pit. Dude, you violent. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> that whole fucking place is... That's gonna be a pretty uh, violent show there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also got, a uh, Fucking, we got, um... We got Shinedown. Um, okay. We got, uh, Rise Against. Okay. All right. We got Guns N' Roses. So I would see them, man. Because I think right now, I, I mean, I know that it's not Steven Adler. I mean, it, I thought that was it's another bummer, man. Steven Adler was going through a really fucking hard time with drugs. And I understand that if you're a touring band, like, you just can't have fucking people in your band, like, completely thwacked all the time. But, like, you know, man, you don't just... You don't just show up to a fucking, like, rehearsal, and then they're like, hey, uh, oh, yeah, hey, Steven, man, uh, check it out, man, uh, he's thinking, who the fuck's in my guitar? Who the fuck's fuck's behind my drums? Oh, yeah, hey, Steven, man, uh, we're gonna go kick you out of the band, bruh. You can just go to the tenderloin, do what you need to do, bruh, good luck, and get some royalties off of Appetite. (laughs) Whoa, dude! And uh, but, yeah. So the last day, um, we got a, uh, we got Smashing Pumpkins. Fuck yeah! Yeah, fuck yeah! Jessica but in order Christian. to know what they're gonna sing and be familiar with what they sing, I highly recommend you listen to the latest material they put out. Okay. Because I just, I just don't. They ain't gonna play Bullet with Butterfly Wings. They ain't gonna play tonight, tonight. They ain't gonna play fucking uh, what a few more of those hits from Melancholy. Um, but yeah, hell yeah, dude. To see just to just to, I think it's important to see Billy Corgan live. Yeah. All right. How about just like when, uh, All right. Jane's Addiction. No question about it. No fucking question about it. Yes. I love Jane's Addiction, dude. 
I've all, dude, I've, like, gained addiction since, like, uh, holy shit. I, I've, like, gained addiction probably since that album with Ben Caught Stealing on it with them chicks. Like, I think their hair's on fire or some shit. And, um, they're just sitting on the couch. But, yeah, dude, uh, it's got Jane Says, Ben Caught Stealing. <laughs> dude, that. And I'm not even particularly a Dave Navarro fan. Uh, I think he has some really bitchin' tattoos and stuff. But um, and I think he's done a lot for music. But, like, <laughs> Dave Navarro. And, uh, but, yeah, dude, Perry Farrell. And you know what? Perry Farrell and um, Taylor Hawkins were, like, hella close friends. Hella close friends. I think... Um, the way the way uh Terry Farrell's wife tells it, um uh I'm pretty sure that uh Terry Farrell was the last phone call Taylor Hawkins made in this lifetime, dude. He called Taylor Taylor Hawkins called Terry Farrell. because um, I think after that concert, uh uh the last Foo Fighters concert, they were on their way to, like, uh, Argentina, maybe? And he called Terry Farrell, just, you know, tell him he loved him and that he'd see him in Argentina and shit. And, like, yeah, yeah. It was, like, the last phone call. So, dude, hell yeah. I love Jane's Addiction. I think Jane's Addiction kicks ass. Jane says, don't, don't, don't. I'm done with Sergio. Uh, Treat me like a rag doll. So this band playing there, but this band's still touring. Fucking uh, the fucking the used. See, hey man, the used. That's another band that I, I have appreciation for. I'm not a big fan of them, but like I have a total appreciation for the used because because these dudes. I've never been a big fan, but I will give them this. They fucking tour, dude. They, and, like, that tells me that, like, they they think they want what they want, you know what I mean? And it shows me that they, they're a band that has a drive that I hella respect out of a band. Because, like, bands like, well, like Tool. I love Tool, dude. I, one of the coolest concerts I've ever anybody. Definitely one of the concert, coolest concerts I've ever been to. But one of the most important concerts you could ever see is Tool. Because uh, it's so fucking cool that they have, like, well, I don't know how they... They, they uh, try to implement it as much as possible. But they have, like, a no camera, no photo clause. Because, dude, the show kicks ass. The light shows kick ass. What's the point of looking at it through your phone? I've seen so I saw two of the Bill Graham. Yeah. It was as far as visually, holy fuck. So I mean, but Tool, um, you know, they don't uh, like we were talking about the use. You know, the use unless Tool is on some pre, uh, you know, whatever world tour type deal, they'll play like I don't know, forty, fifty shows. Dude, I, I, I bet the used plays 40, 50 shows in like a couple month period of time. Damn. 
I mean, I just think that they're one of those bands that just fucking grind it out and are not going to stop until, you know what I mean, until they fucking, yeah, I have more power to them, man, because, like, music like that, the only way that people, like, actually, like, make money and make it totally worth it is, like, touring like that. You know, they only get, I hear it's getting worse, um for bands that go, that, that tour on like a fucking, uh, musical, um, I mean, just a music career, like where they go from, let's say, they go to the Fillmore, to the Warfield, to the Regency, to here, to there, you know, instead of selling albums. And, man, the fucking club's making the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I, Wheeler Walker, though, that's that's the way you want to do it, man. That's what you want to do. You want to get you an interview. You want to be funny as hell. Get you an interview on fucking Joe Rogan. And, buddy, it's a wrap. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. But, yeah. But, you know, I think with uh, live, live tours now, uh, which they have shows like Coachella. Like I have, I have no desire to go to Coachella. Yeah, I really don't. I don't have any desire to go to Burning Man. I just think that, like, number one, number one. I know it sounds pussy, uh, but I don't know. Maybe this is something I don't know. We learned as an essential in the Navy. Dude, you know how dehydrated you get at a fucking place like that? So dehydrated. Dude, you won't be able to do shit. Like, dude, go eat Camry's laying on the other side, and you're like, dude, <laughs> I can't even. You're, you're like, you know. And then they have, like, a couple of um, medical tents, you know, like, throughout the throughout the area. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's insane because... The lines are long as fuck, and they only give you, like, I think it's, like, one bottle, which is good. It's better than other. <laughs> one bottle of water, like, per desperate motherfucker. And then by the time you're back to where you started from, you're dehydrated again. Because I know Coachella, dude, that's down in the desert, dude. That's, like, near the Nevada. Uh, that's near the Arizona desert. And uh, it, it goes on day and night, and people are, like, fucking rolling on ecstasy, especially, like, if you and I were there and we were just taking gravity long hits, dude, we would be fucked. Straight up. <laughs> we have to drink the bong water. That'd be nasty. Be take be huh? Be take yeah, we'd be yeah, what the fuck? And we'd have to, like, oh, dude. And, and another thing, like, that's why Woodstock 99 was such a disaster. I watched a documentary on that recently about why Woodstock 99 was just such a fucking disaster. And one of the reasons was that they were completely ill-equipped with water. And the water that was there, and this is in 99, man. Like, I know it's not like a, a you know, a shit ton of time. That's 22 years, but, or whatever. Um, bottles of water were like eight bucks, dude. Damn. Like, 
questions you have about your home gardens, you know, email us a picture. Yeah. Mudbutt will hit yep. our sink bank. It, it will be, uh, he will give you tips and advice on what you need to do, and he'll also just be yeah. giving out general tips, you know, for like yeah. an episode on yeah. or if you want to be doing a certain type of growing, we'll have an episode where he'll be yeah. giving out some pointers on it. So definitely. And shit, you know, we might even have something to wear. Fuck, man, if we ask a question and the first person to answer it, I'll shoot out a pack of fucking seeds. Yeah. And it's hard to tell exactly what's going on if you have a problem with a picture. So the biggest question or the biggest, like, thing I have about that is give me the most information you can about your problems because... If it's like leaves that appear to be a little yellow, but I don't see the pot, chances are I'm, my mind's going to go in one direction. And then I see the whole picture, and it's in this tiny-ass pot, and I'll be like, oh, it's root down. Uproot it, and those yellow leaves will go away. But, yeah, uh, so, man, I'm stoked about next week's um, episode, big girl. It's going to be sick. Heck yeah, I totally look forward to it. So, uh, until next time, this is Lunchbox. And, and, uh, this is Lunchbox. Yeah, we're both a little riff right now. Until uh, so next time, stay stoned, stay healthy, stay lifted, whatever you want to call it. Just, just yeah, whatever you want to call it, just do it. <laughs> Gravity bone time and then sign off. Yeah. <laughs> This Barrio, man, this Gravitron is so badass. Hell yeah. (laughs) Later, everybody. Later. All right, go. We're done. (laughs) Nice. You know, I bet that's how Joe Rogan does it, man. I bet that they do a fucking, uh, like a badass couple hour show and then it just stops and no one changes positions. Yeah. And, uh, but, but dude, when we were talking about Nina Strauss, dude, have you, have you, like, have you heard her fucking play? I haven't. She, dude, if she's good enough for Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper used to have Bruce Kulick as his guitarist, dude. Woo! Dude, and Alice Cooper, it had nothing to do with age. Yeah. Um, it was like, okay, uh, fucking Bruce Kulick. Um, hey man, Nita Strauss is gonna get you a job. Now, Bruce Kulick is still in a touring band. I just, pre- because he's coming to town. And I was like, man, that's the, well, I don't, cause I think Vinny Vincent is such a bitch, dude. What he did with that whole Vinny Vincent, uh, thing that he was trying to pull was such bullshit. It was more Jewy than Gene and Paul could ever do. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. All right, dude. Vinny Vincent, this was like three years ago. And, okay, first off, you need to keep this in mind. Before I can even tell this fucking story, you have to know this. Vinny Vincent in like 20... We were in the Navy. Yeah. And um, Vinny Vincent was arrested with his fucking girlfriend 
for storing dead dogs in their refrigerator and freezers. That fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, first off, you need to know that about fucking Vinny Vincent. And, you know, I do think that... I got to change this to this, hang on. But I, 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 do, I do think that Vinny Vincent contributed a lot. But, he wrote, I think, in a way, he saved Kiss by writing Lick It Up, pretty much the entire Lick It Up album. And he wrote any relevant tune on Revenge. But he, what he was what he was gonna do and there's a lot of diehard kiss fans out there, dude, that were like that literally had every fucking kiss autograph except Vinnie Vincent, you know what I mean? And and um so Vinnie Vincent was gonna do this Memphis or Nashville appearance. You had to prepay for tickets. They were expensive as fuck. It was supposed to be Vinnie Vincent in full makeup. And um, he was going to um, play some, some some kiss tunes that he still has rights to, like Unholy, Lick It Up, Tears Have Fallen, and that type of shit. Like, Vinnie Vincent wrote all that shit. And so... The first night of it, motherfuckers took, he canceled. He just canceled, dude. And there were people that had flown down from, like, New Jersey, New York, fucking flew up from Florida, flew out from California, flew out from Texas. And Benny Vincent gave no fucking, no response about it, except for, like, a week later, he went on his website and said, sorry about that, guys. I will be back in Nashville on this date. And people were asking, like, well, are you going to honor these tickets? And he was like, no, I can't do that. That's got nothing to do with me. So what do these idiots do? Rebuy the fucking tickets. Rebuy. They, they may have gotten their fucking flight. But, but anyway, he goes. And he's just a fucking weirdo, dude. Basically what it was, and, and he would only sign, he would only sign Lick It Up and Revenge albums. That was it. Damn. But I, would, I wouldn't want his autograph on anything except Lick It Up. I'd actually, I think he was signing Benny Vincent and Bacon shit, but he wasn't signing like, like if you handed him a Destroyer CD album or a fucking... Dynasty album, or is it Australia? They call it Dynasty. If you had one yeah. put out, he wasn't gonna fucking sign it. But crazy to me, man. Heck yeah. But, well, shit, I'm at the house, and I'm gonna go see what Nan's doing. I haven't seen her in a couple of days. Oh, shit, man. Tell her what's up. Hell yeah, big girl. I'll do that. All right, man. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. I'll send you a link when this one's up there. Later. Later.